So what's poppin' peons? It's your girl, Jistria, and I know y'all are like, why are we not on YouTube, you guys? I'm having technical difficulties, and it's stressing me out because, honestly, my stuff did not this time. Actually, that's just been technical difficulties. That's what we just gonna say. It's technical difficulties, okay? The stuff that I need to give y'all videos i don't have honestly i thought i would have had it earlier shit happens it's life <laughs> um so let's get into it first off this is not my youtube channel so i will be using a lot of profanity if this is not what you're here for or used to it's other podcasts that you can kind of tune into but this will be y'all weekly youtube video um, I recently dropped another one, but I never posted it because, like I said, I was having technical difficulties. But, um, yeah, let's get into it. First and foremost, what I want to say is, hola, como estas, mamis? So, you guys, today I had this thought, and this thought that I kind of had was, it was kind kind of a multi-layered thought. But what if we are expecting people to be hurt because we broke up with them or it did not work out? Meaning, i.e. that you either dated a cheater or you were the cheater. And because the relationship doesn't work out, you expect to see that person do bad or be down bad. I feel like that is grimy, slimy shit. And I feel like if you're that type of person, I feel like you need your ass beat. And the reason why I say that is because... A lot of times, y'all be putting so much emphasis on a lot of shit. Like, the amount of emphasis that y'all put on certain things is honestly straight bullshit. Like, y'all feel like if a person break up with y'all, that that they should be the scum of the earth and that they should be miserable and they should never be happy again. I think that's something y'all need to grow the fuck up if that's y'all ideology of how shit should go. Because in reality, if I'm being very honest with y'all and very kiki and ha 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 with y'all, and oh my gosh, that is so fucking hilarious. It's not fucking funny. It's not even fucking cute. <laughs> like, what is given is not what it's supposed to be given. Like, y'all like y'all sit there and y'all be boo-boo the fool for a nigga because y'all be dumb in love. I've been there. I've been dumb in love before, too. And y'all break up and then the first thing y'all do is y'all wish a nigga wrong, right? Because I've done it, right? Or y'all wish a bitch wrong. Because I've cause I've literally done it. Like, I remember a nigga was cheating on me and a nigga was, like, getting real disrespectful with me. And to match his energy, I got real disrespectful back. And I was like, look, I hope you catch some shit. I hope, I hope, I hope that you don't never find love. I hope that the next bitch you with dog you the fuck out. I hope the next bitch that you fucking on don't love you back. I hope that the next bitch that you da-da-da-da-da is just... Like, I was there. And I can honestly say I was dumb as fuck. Because I chose to stay in a relationship. Like, I saw the red flags. I seen him cheat. He told me that he cheated on me. He told me he did all types of shit. And he and he even showed signs. Like, even if he didn't say those words out of his mouth, like, I'm cheating on you. Like, his actions were saying that. And what did I do? I just sat there and I allowed him to give me bad behavior over and over and over and over and over and over. And so much often that it got familiar to him or he didn't, or he didn't feel like he had to respect me. Or he didn't feel like he had to respect our relationship. 
I know a lot of y'all like to sit there and think like, oh my gosh, well, but he did do this. So I have the right to be angry. You have the right to be upset. I'm not saying that you don't have the right to be upset, but your right to be actually right in the situation should be more important than the right to be upset. If you sat in a relationship and you took somebody's shit from them for so long and then you continue to put up with their shit over and over and over and over and over and over and over again, you're never going to make it past the fact that y'all didn't last or the, or the fact that there was beef or the fact that there was a breakup or the fact that there was anything of that nature and you're never going to get to where you need to be because you're holding on to negative energy. And that negative energy just didn't build up. Like, your resentment for this person just didn't come overnight. Like, that person probably was showing you red flags. And you just kept on taking it and 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 taking it. So, the red flags became so big that you couldn't ignore it no more. And now you got to walk around with the person who they are. And you you don't want to be with that. And y'all be like, oh, I hope that the bitch, next bitch that you with, because you hurt, because you kept it, you know, and them the red flags. This go for men and women. Like, fuck like fuck what you heard. Y'all sit there, y'all be with somebody. You see that, that they don't respect you, that they have no filter. Like, honestly, I have no filter. So I say what the fuck is on my mind. And to a lot of people, that's a red flag, because a lot of people are not ready for truth and honesty. So, so while uh, I'm sitting there thinking that I'm just being me and having a great ass time because people don't really, let me rephrase it. I've been in relationships where people don't require nothing, nothing from me, except for me that I be myself. Right. And to me, I don't know that's a red flag because they never say it out loud. Right. And then, and then once we get to the point where I'm like, I just don't see myself being with you no more. They go down a list of rundown of things that they sacrifice for me and how I'm stubborn and how I'm stuck up and how I'm a narcissist and I always have to be in control. First of all, let's break that down. I'm not a narcissist. I'm not a bully. I'm myself. And I present myself 100% or 99% of who the fuck I am up front. And the reason why I do what I do is because I do not like for nobody to say I'm anything that I wasn't during a breakup. Like, people be like, you're such a narcissist. Like, the only, like, you never, like, you never have my back and you're never supportive. Honestly, you know what, man? Fuck that shit. I'm trying to do this shit like it's a YouTube video. Man, fuck it. A lot of y'all be in relationships with people and y'all and y'all let red flags and just go across y'all head so y'all have to go carry it. Y'all knew that man was a lie. Y'all knew that man was a cheater. Y'all knew that man was shysty. Y'all knew that man wasn't no good. Y'all knew that man or woman was not no good. Y'all know that they was shysty. All types of shit that you wasn't really de- ready to get down with if we keeping it a buck. Because honestly, because I, I can be, I can keep it a buck with y'all. I did it a drug dealer before. And me dating a drug dealer, I can honestly say that that's some shit I just wasn't down for. Like, the moment he told me he was a drug dealer, like, my whole soul got crushed. So, I dated him for a while. That was, that was, that was a huge-ass red flag. I couldn't pretend like I didn't know he was no damn drug dealer. Nigga didn't go to work, okay? Nigga was spending money like it's all, like, it was easy, breezy, covered, like, shit. Just, like, pay whatever you want. And lucky... 
for him i want i was i was i was i'm never materialistic or i was never materialistic and still to this day i'm not materialistic so for me like a ten dollar makeup brush was just like splurging i was like oh i'm really splurging he'll look at me like that's ten dollars like you're not gonna i literally bought like i remember one time dating this drug dealer we went out and he was like you you can have whatever you like i was like oh okay i was like i just want to go to samurai <laughs> And I want to go to CVS because I got to go do this session later on. And he was like, all right, what you going to get from CVS? I was like, I just need like $20. And on top of that, I end up using my phone number as a discount code. On top of using my phone number as a discount code, I bought like a set of brushes because it was on sale. So I got, so I literally paid $10 for a $30 set of brushes. And he was like, Wow. And he, like, looked at the receipt, and he was like, wow, you're frugal. But to me, y'all, I got sidetracked, y'all. I got sidetracked. I was just like, I'm sorry, y'all. But, no, honestly, though, like, honestly, the fact that he was a drug dealer was a red flag for me. The fact that at any given moment that I could possibly go to jail with him was a red flag for me. So when the police pulled us over because he was speeding... I got very petrified, and that's the day, and I, I literally, like, a week later, like, I was having a conversation about it, and I said, I don't feel comfortable with you, um, selling drugs, and he was like, well, I told you this from day one of what the fuck I did, and you literally sat there, and you stuck around, so if you don't feel comfortable with this, then why did you say that, and I was just like, I don't know, because whatever, right, and so when we broke up, a lot of people knew him as the dope man right and they thought I was gonna be spiteful and petty because I broke up with him and he had another chicken head on his arm the next week I didn't give a fuck that he had another chicken head on his arm because at the end of the day I wished him the best like us breaking up is not gonna be the cause of me being a hater or being really nasty to you because at the end of the day if we broke up and I was putting up with your shit for the time that I was doing why do I have to have animosity why do I have to have beef with you I don't have to have beef with you I don't have to have animosity I wish him the best and honestly you know I ain't gonna lie I did double back on that and it just didn't work out (laughs) you know again but this time instead of ignoring the red flags i addressed the shit because he was like look i'm gonna get out the game and i was like we gonna see and i think like i think what had happened because i don't want to say too much but basically some shit happened and i just realized that he had broke his word and instead of like and instead of sticking with him through the red flags and be like, oh, yeah, I'm finna stick around. I'm finna hold it down. I'm finna be this, this, that, and the third. I really just got to the point where I was just like, fuck it, you know? You gotta go. And this is because he lied to me. 
which is like lying to me is like one of the biggest no-nos that you could possibly ever do to me because I'm very straightforward and I'm very honest like even when we first meet like I tell people like don't lie to me like just tell me exactly what it is that you want to do or exactly what it is that you want from me and I'll see if I'm willing to do that because if I found out otherwise you're not going to get nice me like nice me doesn't live here no more like people think like when I say that shit that I'm like really being funny but I'm dead ass like if you lie to me on some bullshit and I put emphasis on some bullshit this would be the day that we won't talk anymore like just lying in general because I give people chance after chance after like if I catch you in a lie I give you a chance to be like you know what I'm lying this is what it is because I know that like sometimes I could be really intimidating but if you just sit there and lie to me like that's a big ass deal breaker but when we broke up because he lied I didn't put that that same emphasis on oh you broke up with me oh you lied to me so I oh I oh I hope you get caught by the police oh I hope that this happens oh I hope that that happens honestly I felt that way when dude cheated on me because honestly I was in love with him and it broke my heart <laughs> and it broke my heart to find out I had STDs from him because once because once I broke up with him I didn't sleep with nobody else like I really just like went into hiding and when I went into hiding, I literally went to hiding. Like, I just, what you call it, and I found that I had chlamydia literally two months after our breakup. Mind you, we broke up because he was talking reckless to me. Like, honestly, keeping everything a buck and just being really real and honest... Honestly, it was just when it came down to it, it was a lot of fucking red flags in that relationship. Like, the details really don't matter, but he just had a lot of fucking red flags that popped up in the relationship. And instead of fucking leaving when I had the chance to, or even just, like, leaving or just addressing shit when I had the chance to, I sat up and I put up with it because at the point in time, I was already starting to like dude, and he was fine, he was short, the dick was bomb. And it's like the little red flags that I put up with is the same red flags that made me not want to be with him. Because once the sex got tired, tiring and it's just like, all right, the sex is good. It's always good. Same positions or different positions, but the sex is always going to be on point. And once the sex like became like routine or like we was just like where we get it so often, it's just like, all right, my feelings still hurt. You still a liar. You still a cheater deceiver a heartbreaker you feel me how the song go you a liar a cheater a deceiver heartbreaker you feel me once we broke up i didn't allow people to talk bad about him like the only person who i told about like the std when it first happened the stds that he gave me when it first happened was my best friend at the time and even when she was like girl fuck him he a low down dirty dog da 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 whoopty whoop whoop da i didn't allow her i didn't allow her to disrespect him because i had to realize that this man not cheated on me one time not twice not three times more than three times several times and i took him back when he was sitting there lying and cheating about his whereabouts, when he was sitting there lying about his whereabouts, I accepted that. When he was giving me all the red flags of lack of communication 
or going to sleep or pulling that toxic nick trait or it's like I just really had a hard time growing up and I'm trying to get over my traumas, bae, because bae, I ain't got no daddy. I don't know how to be no bad, bae. You just got to give me time. And this, this, that, and the third to be your lover and really have your back. Like, I will fall for that shit every fucking time. Every time we got into an argument, I will be posting single memes and doing all types of shit i had red flags about me too and uh, when he snapped on me for my red flags i snapped on him for his red flags when he was like you don't never do shit da 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 woozy woo whoop you don't never da 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 problems that he had that he never spoke up about and during the relationship and problems that i had that i didn't speak about during the relationships or he would throw up the red flag that he didn't that I didn't know it was red flags. Like, I didn't know it bothered him that I didn't do certain things in our relationship. And for me, that's the that's the kicker. Like, honestly, from my understanding, all I was told is that I just had to be myself and show up to the relationship. And that's what I did. So when I showed up to the relationship and it came down to it, and it came down to it, I just, I just, did, I just did what I wanted to do. So... I would go over there, kick it with him, talk about how the kids stressed me out, ask him how his day was, fuck on him, watch TV, watch movies, eat bad junk food, get high, talk shit, just be buddy-buddy, have little goofy-ass jokes like I can't believe it. (laughs) So for me, I thought I was being the best girlfriend I possibly be. But for him, since he had, un- but since for him, since he had things that he felt like I should be doing in a relationship, that didn't come off that way. Because honestly, I thought that he liked being the main and sole provider. That's why, that's why when my relationships, I say, like, honestly, I've learned so much from my past relationships, from friendships and relationships and things for people to know that when something is over that you don't have to have the negative nasty attitude and if you have issues and problems with people that is best to resolve them while you're there and to put your expectations out on the table because what you don't want to do is get in a situation where you break up and you feel like you've lost more than you've actually gained from a relationship like honestly and truly I tell people up front exactly who I am, what I am, and how I act. And I tell people, like, I have some bad traits about me. And I give you them up front. Like, I tell people, like, if I get mad enough, I won't talk to you. And so I'll come down because my mouth can get really disrespectful. And my anger knows no limit because I'm very nice. People, people like, oh, man, da 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 Because they've only seen a nice side of me until the asshole comes out of me. And then now they want to have a conversation about some shit that went down. But in my mind, I don't want to talk. I don't want to kick it. I don't even want to be sitting there thinking for like 10 seconds that me and you going to have a full-blown conversation about some real-ass shit. Because when I'm upset... I get disrespectful, and I will point out every little thing about you. And I tell people like I'm very observant. I'm noticed a lot of shit, but I don't. But I don't speak on a lot of shit. And and if I speak on some shit that I personally did not want to speak on, it's because I'm about to get real disrespectful. If I say you got it, 
or I just need some time to myself and you don't give it to me, you're bound to get the nasty, disrespectful side of me because you're not respecting my privacy now. And now I have to go take it to a level where I didn't want to take it at. People would take that and be like, ah, man, you're just saying that, whatever, right? And (sighs) what I'm trying to say in so many words, because I'm trying to be YouTube etiquette proper and not be podcast proper. Bitch, y'all my podcast. Honestly, when it comes down to certain shit in a relationship, you need to put your standards out and what you expect in your relationship up front and outward. Meaning that, i.e., if you bring your black ass over here to date me, or if you bring your ass over here to talk to me, I will tell you exactly what the fuck I'm not going to do. I don't play house. I don't birth babies. It's just a list of certain things I don't do. I don't pay for dates. I don't do certain things. And I know some of y'all are like, you don't pay for dates? Uh, catch yourself. I don't pay for dates at first. And... I think that, and I like to be spoiled and taken care of, because I'm going to spoil you in the way that you prefer and how you want to be loved. That's why That's why when we first go on our first date, I try to get all the rough questions out. Like, how do you want to be loved? What is your love language? What is your relationship with your parents? How do you feel about this? Why is this way? Do you have any childhood traumas? Do you have any of this? These are first date and etiquette questions, because you need to understand the person that you're going to get into, so when they do certain things, you have an understanding, because because you can have an understanding, but you cannot also tolerate shit. Like I have a like I have an understanding for why men cheat. I get it. I get it. I told I totally understand. You cheated because you felt like because you wanted to cheat. You cheated because you felt like I wasn't putting out enough. You cheated because you felt like my mouth was reckless. You cheated because whatever reason that you use to justify your cheating, whether it's just because or you come up with a glamorous ass excuse. You still cheated on me. Just because I understand it does not mean I tolerate it. And I just say the same thing I tell people. Like, you can understand the fact that I'm spoiled. But if you don't deal with spoiled girls, I'm not the girl for you. I don't hear no. No is not in my vocabulary. Not now is. In the next two weeks is. Next month. On a later day. Can we reschedule this? It's in my vocabulary. But to actually sit there and pretend like the words, like the actual words of no is in my vocabulary, I don't like that. Mm -mm. No. Mm -mm -mm. And I have, and I have a set of rules and standards. When we first start talking, we have boundaries. After we, after we get all comfy and we're, we're all hi, I'm so happy. We can literally get to the point where we're. Uh, then you get more girlfriend privileges and then you get other privileges don't sit there you know and these these are just certain things that I tell people because this is my standard for a relationship your standard in the relationship should be stated because you don't want to get to the end of your relationship and be like well that's not how I wanted to be loved how did you want to be loved and this is why I ask that question how do you want to be loved what is your love language how do you show love how do you give love but how do you also want to receive love because how you give love and how you want to receive love are two totally different things and I've learned at a very young age, because I was dating for a long time, a long time, digging, a long time, digging. Um, I've dated mm, for a long time, like 11 years, since I was 14. I've learned that if you don't put your standards out there, people will make you be what they want you to be. And when you break up, you feel upset. So to avoid feeling like somebody took something from you, establish boundaries. Get a set of rules for your relationship. Get some shit that you won't accept and some shit that you won't accept. 
Like, honestly, I know some niggas right now. I dress like a hot girl, 25-8. But I'm not a hot girl. I'm my homebody, okay? <laughs> That's the thing. Like, I like I like tight, short, skimpy, hoish. Like, sometimes I want to be dressed up. Sometimes I want to be underdressed. Sometimes I want to overdress. Sometimes it just depends on my fucking mood. I might dress like a hoe today. I might dress like a saint today. I might dress like a sinner. And I, who knows? It just depends on my fucking mood and how the fuck I feel. But you're not going to tell me how to dress. We're, we're not going to do that. Like, I've had, like, I've dated dudes who thought that because, oh, man, you know, you got on the short shorts and the top crop top and this, this, that, and the third, and you working out and you doing all types of shit that, oh, that's so cute. Like, it attracted you at first. You feel me? Like, I'm going to give y'all a quick little story time to give y'all an example of this, right? A nigga met me, right? Mind you, I worked at 6 o'clock, right? I work from six to six and we were supposed to meet up after work at seven o'clock. Mind you, I didn't have enough time to shower because like shower and change when I got home. Cause even though the job was close to my house, one of the parents waited too late to pick up their children, like 30 minutes, like almost all. No, it was a, it was practically damn near seven. And so I was like, look, I'm going to just meet you at the spot in like 15 minutes. He was like, good. Cause I was running 15 minutes late anyway. When he met me, I was in my school uniform, like my, like, like the tights and the, like the, cause honestly, as a preschool teacher, that's what else one of my favorite things to do. Like wear tights and shit. That was my shit. Honestly, like some tights in the school shirt with a sweater, baby, I was in there. Okay. <laughs> um, so when he saw me and was my school attire, right. And so he was like, oh, you look cute. And I was like, thank you. And he was like, he was like, he was like, I wouldn't mind having you as my teacher. Mind you, this is how I dress as a teacher. And mind you, I've always had a shape. So it doesn't matter if I wear a skirt or dress or whatever. Like, whatever I wear is always going to show my shape. So I guess, like, we did the park thing, like, two days in a row. And both days in a row, I was in my school, you know, uniform shit. And then, so when we finally went out on our first date... I was like kind of covered up, but then another time I dressed up like a homeless, like a homeless person, and like he called it a homeless person because I had on sweatpants and this big like white tee and sneakers. I was comfortable. I call it my comfort clothes. I don't give a fuck. But um, he thought I was like a homeless person, and and so honestly, I would dress like a thought pocket every now and again with him. It got to the point where I guess he was finna ask me to be his girlfriend. And, um, he was like, oh, but before you become my girlfriend, I'm gonna need you to not wear this because if you my lady, you can't have your ass cheeks out. And I was like, dude, how many, how long have we been dating? We've been dating for about a good six months. And now all of a sudden you want to tell me that I can't dress a certain type of way because you don't feel comfortable about it? That sound like a pee-pee. That sound like a personal problem. And he was like, well, I just feel like this is going to be a problem for me in my relationship because I know how I get. And I said, you should be able to trust in the fact that I'm not going to get these niggas no play or no time. I know how good I look when I put this shit on because I bought it, motherfucker. But that don't mean that I'm going to be sitting here swinging this ass this away, that away, cherry way, turkey way. I'm not going to be sitting there slinging ass and shaking ass every fucking which away because it's convenient. Like, that's not going to be me. And if you can't trust me or you don't want me wearing this, then I'm not the girl for you. 
And he was like, damn, so I really wasted six months with a girl who not going to change. And I was like, you're going to get 100% authentically me. I still like dressing like a thought pocket, so I'm going to dress like a thought pocket from time to time. I like to dress up sometimes and be extra and over extravagant. And sometimes I like to sit my motherfucking ass down and look like a homeless person. Sometimes I want to go to the club and sometimes I want to, but majority of the time I want to stay at the house and watch anime. And you know that. Majority of the sometimes I want to get out and sometimes I want to do hood rat shit with my friends. Other times I want to, you feel me? Not do hood rat shit with my friends. Hood rat Sukiyana. Ow. But honestly though, on some real ass shit though. When it comes down to it, you need to have a set of rules that you have. You have a standard. And you need to enforce that standard. You need to ask the hard questions and the tough questions. So when you end your relationship whether it's mutual or unmutual because somebody broke a contract or y'all was just like, fuck it, we finna depart or y'all was like, ugh, or one person decided it was over and other person wasn't ready. That when y'all leave, y'all not together no more, if y'all do decide to break up, that you're not sitting there with shoulda, woulda, couldas, oh, I wish I woulda said this and I wish I woulda did that and I wish, I wish. Like, y'all be having too many woulda, shoulda, woulda, couldas for me in y'all relationships like damn i wish i would have told the nigga this like the nigga who was selling drugs like when we broke up i was like damn i wish i would have never gave him this nigga the time of day because he asked me to do some shit that i wasn't comfortable doing but he also told me who he was authentically up front and when it came down to the dude who i was dating for three and a half years who had given me stds it came down to shoulda, coulda, wouldas. Like, I wish I woulda not taken him back after he cheated. Like, I wish I woulda never had to go put up with the shit that he put me through. I wish I didn't give him the time of day. I wish I didn't do this. Oh, I could've done this. Or I could've left earlier. I could've done this. And honestly, stop compromising yourself in fucking relationships. Or relationship, you should be 100% yourself. And that person should be 100% themselves. You should be able to trust that the person's gonna be exactly who they are. What did DMX say? DMX said, um... I trust for people to be exactly who they are, but I also trust me to see exactly who they are. So, basically what that means in so many words is that you could be 100% yourself, but I see right through you. So, if you a liar and a cheater, a deceiver, heartbreaker, and all types of shit, be that. Because you, you can put on a front for me, but I can see right through your front. As an observer, like, like, um, I think it was Erica Badu who said this. 85% of the percent world is sheep. 10% are leader and 5% are, you have the 5% who are the observers. I believe, I honestly believe that the way my mindset is set up, that I'm part of the 15%, not the 85 Because you can't sell me bullshit on the platter and say, like, oh, this is nice, right? I may play dumb, but I'm not dumb. Because I could play the game. Like, honestly. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say some shit. But no, as an observer, um, the 5%, I get to see the people who play the game. And I see the people who become sheeps of the game. As an observer, 
I can see right through if I wanted to. Meaning that I have the ability to exactly see exactly who you are. And on the spiritual journey that I am going on, which is not a humble, which is not a like a raw, like a private, like I'm so spiritual. No, it's like an actual humble, like it's a very humbling thing. I can feel people's energy. So I can pick up on the hoe when they first meet me. I can pick up on the heartbroken. I can go pick up on the sad. I can go pick up on the happy. I can go pick up on the overjoyed. I can go pick up on a lot of shit spiritually. So, so even if you come to me with a whole facade in the front that you this big, badass motherfucker who don't need nobody, I can literally point out to you where your flaws and your weaknesses at the same way that I could go point out to you where I will fuck up at. I have standards for my relationship now. Not only do I have standards for my relationship, but I have practices that I do. Like I tell niggas like right now, like honestly, I ain't gonna lie. When I broke up with, um, Ollie, that shit broke my heart because I became something that I, you know, after the breakup with Superman and we stopped talking and I thought like it took months to heal and shit, I thought I was ready to date again. So with Ollie, I ended up doing stupid shit, like ridiculous type shit that kind of hurt my feelings. Like I play house with a nigga and I don't play house with people. Like, I was literally at this man's house more than I was at my own place. Cooking, cleaning, washing, washing clothes, sucking dick, just always up underneath him. And I didn't feel comfortable because I'm really not the clingy type. And not only am I not the clingy type, but I personally do not allow myself to be in the position of... A relationship with no title. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just not my stilo. It's just not my shit. And I know a lot of y'all feel like, okay, wow, like I should be this way and I should know. Just being honest. The whole the whole YouTube video purpose or podcast shit was supposed to be to tell y'all to stop settling, get y'all standards and get y'all shit in order and stop settling for shit that y'all know that y'all not okay with. Like, if you're not okay with having a nigga babies without commitment, kill that motherfucker if you get pregnant and don't feel ashamed about it. Stop accepting shit in relationships and looking at red flags and overstepping your boundaries to make another motherfucker happy. Self-preservation is the most important shit ever i know a lot of people call self-preservation selfishness but you can't be a good mother you can't be a good father you can't be a good girlfriend you can't be a good boyfriend you can't be good to nobody until you're good to yourself and self-preservation knows its boundaries what it's willing to do what it's not willing to do what it's going to accept and what it's not going to accept and a lot of y'all don't even have that in y'all to even think twice about half the shit that y'all do meaning that y'all come out the woodworks today tomorrow next week next year and be the same people preaching and screaming oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh like i got played i got played i got played you didn't get played you allowed yourself to get played honestly because if because if i just want y'all to keep it a buck with yourself honestly the relationships that y'all had did not work because both of y'all wasn't right one person wasn't right and you saw the red flags, you just kept on ignoring it because you thought that it would get better over time. Or you didn't feel like you or like you felt like you had the audacity to speak up and be this person that you could say what the fuck you felt.
And honestly, it gets to a point where it is ridiculous. Y'all really have to take accountability for yourselves in the shit that y'all do in relationships. If you don't bring your ass up to say, hey, oh, this is how the fuck I feel, then you have an issue. If you're not sitting there and you're not loving yourself or not doing shit the right way, you're always going to have an issue. If you don't do what you're supposed to do, it's going to be a problem. If you're not respectable, it's going to be a problem. If you're if you're confrontational, you're going to have a problem. If you have beef for people for no reason, you're going to have a problem. If you don't love yourself, you're going to have a problem. If you don't take accountability, you're always going to have a problem. And everybody's always going to be the villain and the bad guy to your motherfucking story. At the end of the day... Yes, people can be the villain and the bad guy in your story. But how long do you allow them to be the villain? Like, on some real ass shit, even outside of relationships, like, on the real. When it comes down to it, I don't sit back and I don't be like, okay, well, let's talk about it. Like, right. Like, honestly, like, like let's keep shit a buck. When it came down to Ollie, I let Ollie cross boundaries because I was still hurting over a nigga. And I thought that maybe I maybe something in me that needed to be changed. So I let him cross boundaries. So I let him practically move me into his fucking place with the clothes, the snacks, with him telling me, oh, do all of this shit without a whole relationship title, right? So when, so when we broke up or when we stopped talking to him, he didn't choose me. He blocked me. I felt some type of way because I allowed this man to cross boundaries that never were meant to be crossed from the beginning or the jump or that should have never been crossed from the jump. I have to take accountability for that. I cannot sit there and say that, oh, he was the villain. I saw the fucking red flags, right? I saw all this shit, but because I because I wanted to be in bliss, which is straight up ignorance. When I seen him, kept on talking about his ex, bliss, ignorance. Ah, uh, he'll get over it. This just it's just take it one day at a time. When I seen that he was moving me in, and I did not play house. Ah, uh, well, you know, sometimes you just gotta try something different. Da-da-da-da-da. Like just neglecting self. When he broke up with me, that shit broke my heart. Because I was like, I did all of this shit and you and you can't compromise on religion for me? Because the shit that he didn't want to compromise on, he damn sure as fuck did not compromise on. And neither did he waste time to compromise on that shit. He didn't sit there and when I say he did not compromise, like he dead ass did not compromise on the whole religion thing. And not only did he not compromise on religion, it's certain other aspects in the relationship that we had that he wasn't compromising on. Like, like like the fact that I did certain things that he didn't like, right? But he didn't say it until like after we broke up that he had a problem with it. And that shit I didn't even know it was a fucking problem. Like honestly, like I never like staying at his house. So for more than two days at a time. So I would be like, I I'm gonna I wanna go home now. He didn't like the fact that I wasn't just ready to like move in with him and be all buddy buddy and key 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 with him but it's something that he didn't say and so he was like he was like he was like you always seem like you didn't want to be around me and I was like that's not it I'm just not clingy or the type to be up under a nigga and his red flags was me not being 
clingy that was a red flag for him he couldn't stand it a red flag for me was the fact that he was clingy and that he wanted me in his house 25 8 and i thought that shit sometimes in order to move on you gotta play house and do all these things but no you don't you just have to be yourself and just move the fuck on if a relationship doesn't work out a relationship that just means it didn't work out i can't get mad at superman for not wanting to be with me because I didn't even want to be with Superman. But I can't sit there and be like, oh, I wish you the worst because he lied. Like, honestly, that whole statement by DMX, like, I trusted you to be yourself, right? But I trusted myself to see you as well. So so, so even though in the first couple of months and that we were talking, he didn't show any red flags. He didn't show any, like, whatever. He didn't do none of that. Like, that, like those actions did not come until about, like, probably some months later where he, where he told me he was married. Once he told me he was married and then after he got real quiet and cut off and cut off, like, honestly, I ain't gonna lie. I hope I, I was, I, I said some shit in my head. I was like, man, I hope the next bitch you with that you fall in love with really don't be for you. But then I realized the only reason why I was saying that, cause I was coming from a place of hurt. And I realized that at the end of the day, I truly love this man. And just cause it don't work out with me doesn't mean that I don't want it to work out with other people for him. Like I want him to actually win. I want him to get the big W. I don't want him to get the big L or another fucking lesson. I want him to get the big W in love, which he's look fucking looking for. But yeah, like you have to be able to look at people's red flags and not only look at people's red flags, but see where they come from and understand that until you have self-preservation in your relationship, your none of your relationships will never work because you're always going to be trying to please the other person. I'm not saying don't look into ways to go please your partner or don't ever compromise on some shit or don't ever do no shit, but self-preservation is a shit. Get you some boundaries. Get you some rules. Acknowledge your red flags. Acknowledge what hurts you. Get out all the hard questions first to see if this person is even a match or even if they can com- communicate on a level that you want to communicate on because some people want high levels of communication some people want very low minimal levels of communication figure out what type of relationship that you want with somebody figure out if you just want to be a hoe and that's okay if you just want to sleep around figure out if you want to be the player where you play the field with multiple women and men and you have your groupies whatever you decide to do but make sure that it's aligned with whatever the person that you're going after is going out there as well so that y'all two can be on the same page because y'all both gonna have self-preservation so if you want to be a hoe get you with a hoe if you want to be a player get you with a player if you want to be monogamous get you somebody that's monogamous you want to if you want somebody that's monogamous but y'all play around with the, with 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 um with somebody every now and again get somebody who's on the same shit that you want but please make sure that y'all have the same fucking energy 25 8 because if not you're always going to run into a problem and honestly this is where i'm at right now and this is the mindset that y'all have to come in with you just can't come and be like eh, it's it is what it is and we just didn't break up oh yeah you see me because i really get sick and tired of going on instagram and seeing people talking about some oh yeah like, sometimes I share because I think some of that shit be funny because I think... Because sometimes toxicity is funny. But for the most part, I'm sick and tired of saying, like, oh, 
like, oh yeah, well, when you see me with another nigga, don't say shit. But it, but it's, but it's only when you see me with another nigga, don't say shit, because not not because you're moving on, not because you're trying to send a message out, only because you really hurt. And in reality, what you gonna do is end up bleeding up. That's a whole nother podcast for another day. But honestly, you know, on some real ass shit, self-preserving your relationship. Set you some boundaries, get you some rules that you're not willing to bend on, get you a standard, and move the fuck forward and move the fuck on. If you find yourself in a position where you're sitting there and you're like, damn, I'm putting up with this person red flags, and the moment they don't put up with your red flags or some shit that they just don't want to put up with, and you seeing yourself like, oh, man, I did all of this shit, self-preserve yourself to avoid all that shit. Get you some shit that you going to stick to. Like, get your boundaries, your rules, and some shit. And get you a standard for dating. Or not even just in dating, but just in general. Like, with friends, family, like, anything else. Like, business. And then go from there. But once you see somebody for who they truly are, like, because it, cause, cause it, cause it don't matter. If you painting with a red paintbrush and you telling me the color's blue, Bitch, I can clearly see that that's red, and I can clearly see that you're a liar. And I can see you for exactly who you are. I may not like who you are, but that doesn't mean I have to go put up with your shit. Neither does it mean that I have to go play victim if anything bad happens to it. Meaning if meaning that, meaning that if we don't work out, or that you get caught up, or some shit doesn't go the way that I want it to go, or some shit doesn't go the way that you want it to go, you don't have the right to wish me bad. Bitch, I don't give a fuck if I cheated on your ass ten times. You better act like your ass don't see that shit. I'm telling you. Because the shit that we be complaining about and we be wanting to be so victimized for is shit that we could have took accountability for. You know that nigga was cheating and you don't like cheating because you know that shit make your ass go crazy in the head. You know that nigga was a hoe when you first met him? Cause it, cause, cause he had whole mannerisms about you. He wasn't even trying to get to know you or talk to you. You don't even know the nigga birthday. And you over here, you over here, you over here talking to my son. I did so much. I did so much. Like, girl, chill the fuck out. Like, no, trust that you can see a part of who they truly are, even if they show you one thing and do another. Love yourself. <laughs> Love yourself first. Self-preserve you. If you don't if you're not mentally and emotionally ready and you still got traumas on you and all types of shit, be the fuck single. It's okay. Nobody's going to judge you. Nobody's going to come at your neck. Nobody's going to be like, you need to be in a relate. No, boo. Date yourself. That's what I do. I date myself. So I give myself me cations. I give myself me days. I buy myself shit. I got me a new laptop coming in. I got me a new microphone going in. I invest in myself. So when I do get in a relationship, all the shit that I do for myself, like take myself out on dates, spend time with me, watch my favorite animes, get high with me, I can do that shit by myself. So when I'm in a relationship, I'm not sitting there like, oh my gosh, this is the best treatment that I've ever gotten. Treat yourself how you want to be treated, and then you will attract the shit that you want to have. Like, honestly, how I how I am these days, I'm 100% myself, 100% weirdo and all. I say what the fuck I mean. I tap into my sexual energy when need be. I do, I do all the shit I want to do. I'm assertive when I have to be. I'm very feminine. 
Y'all know y'all be like, huh? 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 Nigga, what? Huh? Nigga, huh? What? I know y'all know me like that. But in private, like, if y'all ever got to know me, like, on a real personal level, like, I'm so soft. <laughs> I'm like the softest marshmallow ever, y'all. Like, it's it's ridiculous. So that's why I be saying certain things. People be finding it funny. Bitch, I be serious. I be serious in this mud, motherfucker. But, um, no, on some real shit, though. But no, on some real shit though, like one the real for real for real. I wanna say, um honestly and truly. Self preserve yourself in a relationship, man. For real. Know who you are. Don't compromise on shit that you're not willing to compromise on. Make sure that you're happy. Make sure that you got your own sanity. And if you don't, and if you not whole before you meet that person, meaning emotionally, spiritually, physically, do not go into a relationship looking for somebody to save you because you're going to be saying, I just wanted you to save me. And be listening to fucking K. Michelle songs and shit. Now that's the sad ass bitch, okay? Terrible. But y'all going to be sitting there screaming, I just wanted you to save me. In reality, it's nothing that you need to be saved from. You need to save yourself. And it, it's okay if you get in a relationship working on yourself, but you need to constantly work on yourself. I will honestly say just be single. If emotionally you're not ready for a relationship, or if you're going to sit there and be boo the fool and look past red flags so you're going to play victim or whatever, or if you know that a relationship or a situation is not going to work out for you, you decide you want to stick around, I think it's best that you stay single because you have abandonment issues and other issues that you need to go work out before you can get in a relationship because playing a victim all the time is not cute. Being sad all the time is not cute. Vibrating on a low level is not cute. And nobody feels sorry for you. You know that man was been cheating. You know the man been changing his patterns up. You know the man been stressing you the fuck out. You know the man ain't gonna act right. You know the man ain't never been acting right with you. You see the man doing others for others because they have standards and rules for him. And when you try to imply them shits or imply with him or her, the shit's not working out. So why would you stick around to play the victim? Because I'm gonna tell you exactly how you look. You look dumb. And I ain't saying this to, like, shame y'all and to, like, getting y'all shit together. But honestly, I need to get y'all shit together because you look dumb. And nobody wants to help the dummy. Nobody wants to help the person that wants to be Ray Charles to a situation. Bitch, if you, and this goes for men and women. If you're Ray Charles to a situation or you choose to be willingly bliss and ignorant, you cannot come to nobody crying about your relationship. Like, honestly, I knew the nigga was cheating on me. I knew he was cheating. I knew he wanted no good. I knew he was shysty. So I kept our business behind the ear because I wasn't really ready to let go of the relationship. And honestly, every problem that we had, we worked on. That cheating shit, I wasn't willing to work through it. Not at all. <laughs> not, 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 not for the sixth time now. And you talking reckless about how you don't know why you fuck with it? And I could go down a whole list of reasons why I fuck with you. But you can't go down. You can't find one reason why you fuck with me. It ain't the sex. It ain't the head. It ain't the fact that I. It ain't the fact that I've been there with you when you was broke. That's why. That's why that song when I was broke by future was my shit. When I first heard it, it was like she ain't leave when I broke. She used to sit at the room and wait for a phone call. Like baby, when you was working two or three jobs, barely had time for date night. And when we had date night, it was some cheap ass shit. And I was paying for you know just doing all types of shit. You couldn't find one reason. 
Oh, baby. Oh, baby. I think that is the most secret relationship I've ever had. Because I was so embarrassed. But at the end of it all, like, when I caught them diseases, ooh, I wanted to beat his ass. I did. I did so bad. But then I had to realize that I stayed with a nigga who was cheating on me several times. And told me. And we don't work through the cheating. The cheating shit. We don't work through so much cheating shit. It's like totally ridiculous. (laughs) And like the disrespect and all. Like just on a whole bunch of shit. So now the same nigga. And I'm about to wrap it up. Because I know it's like real lengthy and long. But it's my podcast. I talk a lot shit on my podcast. Because I can do that. But on. um, But recently. He reached out to me. Right. And he was like. Hey. I think we should be friends. And I was like, hey, I think we need to address your past behaviors because only way we're going to be friends is if we set some new rules and some new boundaries in this bitch. One, there will be no fucking. Two, you will not talk to me any kind of way. Three, you not have a curfew because you're starting off as a friend. Again, four, the shit that you did with the lying and disrespect and the cheating on me, if we were to get another relationship, that would not go through. Nigga just read my shit and did not reply. And then he was like, well, I don't feel like talking about that. And I was like, well, I feel like you don't want to be my friend. And that's okay if if a nigga don't want to change or if a nigga don't want to act right up. If people don't want to do what they're supposed to do, let them live. Let them for real, just like literally, let them live. Let them live. Let them do all the fucked up shit they want to do when they want to post and they want to be sneaky and whatever. Let them do. But make sure that whatever you do, you're preserving yourself. So at the end of a relationship, or if it does or does not work out, you don't have shoulda, coulda, wouldas, or I wish you the worst, or I'm not going to wish you the best. You got me fucked up. No, I wish all my exes the best. I hope they, I hope they do well. Even the fake-ass, phony-ass friends. I hope that y'all do great in life. I hope that y'all excel. I hope that everything that you touch turns to gold. I really hope and pray and wish that everything that you that you put your mouth on, it fucking excels. I hope, I hope, I hope that y'all careers hit like it's supposed to. I really, I really want y'all to win. I know a lot of y'all was like, fuck me, I hope I die or whatever. But I want y'all to win. And it's not because... And it's not because I'm being petty or I have shoulda, coulda, wouldas because I really don't. Because now I realize that even if, like, even if I was terrible in a relationship, at that point in time, I gave it the best that I possibly could. It didn't work out and it moved forward. And I realized that I've gone from crazy to calmer from over the years. I have to put that in there. From crazy to calm, because apparent, because according to other people, I'm still crazy. But I, how I've gone from crazy to calm. I could say I made a lot of progress. And I'm still making progress in my relationships because <sighs> y'all just don't know. It used to be a point in time where I would mush a bitch and tell them to get the fuck out of my face. Get the fuck out of my face. But no. Self-preserve yourself in your relationships. Just because it's over, wish them the best. Honestly and truly, don't do it to be funny. Don't do it to be spiteful. Do it because, honestly, you sat there in that relationship. You took all the shit you did. You ignored the the red flags. You played Ray Charles. You did a whole bunch of shit. So I'm telling you right now to do your fucking best and to live, honey. Live for me. Do it for me. Do it for the girls. Do it for the girls and the boys. <laughs> Live your best life. Self-preserve yourself in your relationships. And love yourself 
through in and everything and allow yourself to feel and have actual human emotions without you feeling guilty about them now with that being said we're Audi 3000 hope you guys enjoyed the podcast